Welcome to Modern Ancestral Mamas, a podcast for mamas created by mamas. We discuss ancestral food, cooking, feeding our families, and holistic living with the everyday modern mom. We are Corey and Christine, two mamas on a mission to nourish our families holistically while keeping it real in today's crazy world. Follow us on this adventure and enjoy the stories and information we share. Hi guys. So we want to start each episode with what is in season or sharing a favorite recipe. And this week we have decided we're going to talk about a favorite recipe. So Corey, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. So this week's uh, theme is Halloween. And so with my kids, we do um, something called a, uh, it's called a morning basket or, or a, um, a reading basket or something like that. And we have like a theme around the basket and it, it always has like books and games and things like that in it. And something we do at least a couple days a week for our homeschooling. And in that um, basket this week, we've got a bunch of Halloween books. And one of our favorite Halloween books is called um, bone soup and it's a spoof on the old story stone soup and it's a really fun book it's really cute and we've been reading it for a couple of years and last year my kids asked if we could make bone soup but the problem is is the ingredients are things like frog legs and um, <laughs> spider eggs and mouse droppings and I'm like okay guys <laughs> so um I did, and it's all like in this green bubbly broth, right? (laughs) So I took time last year to figure out how to make this recipe a reality and make it edible. (laughs) And it's got, um, I made it with, it's like a greens broth. So it's a bone broth, but then it's got blended greens in it and coconut milk. And that makes the broth really green. And then it's got um, things like, for the frog legs, we used green beans. For the, um, oh, it's got dandelions in it. And you can eat dandelions, but you can't, they're not, you know, there's no way to get dandelions in, in October in Maryland. So um, we cut flower shapes out of carrots. Um, and it's stuff like that. So um, the the recipe will be on my blog, fornutrientsake.com by the time this episode goes up and um, it's, it's actually really good. And my kids don't actually like soup all that much, but um, when I theme it, they tend to eat a lot of it, which is, I'm all for it. So, <laughs> all right, Christine, how about you? What's a, a new that favorite is recipe? Very creative. And Corey was just telling me, as she mentioned how her kids don't like soup as much, but she seems to manage to, really get into it with all of these different ideas and then they eat it. Yeah. Well, sometimes need creativity, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that could be an episode for another day, but Corey sure. is a former costume designer. So I believe it oozes out of her yeah. pores. I can't help it. <laughs> totally. I'm, I'm not as creative. My idea is also soup. Because it's October and 
it's everyone seems to be working or cooking with squashes and pumpkins, even though it's still 90 degrees here in Texas. So I haven't really gotten into the pumpkin season or mentality yet. But I did buy a butternut squash last week to try and, you know, get into that theme. Anyway, so I made butternut squash soup and added a little bit of crumbled bacon on top. Yes. And it was delicious. And I actually like my coconuts or I like my butternut squash soup blended with coconut milk. I think it just makes it extra creamy and delicious. And okay, so oh no, I was just gonna say I made a whole pot of it and one kid ate five bowls. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. awesome. So, and w- what I thought was going to be enough as leftovers, of course, was gone in one dinner sitting, which is I mean, fine. That's, that's, that's a, a good, good problem, problem to have. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay. So do you make it with like a curry flavor or do you make it? Right. So I've okay. seen curry flavors before in butternut squash soup, Yeah. but I wanted to make it a little more palatable for the kids. So I did ginger instead of curry. Okay. And coconut milk. There was one other ingredient in there. Maybe allspice or something. I can't remember. It definitely had ginger in it. And like a and a bone broth or just the coconut milk. Yeah, of course. Yeah, right, bone broth course. for sure. <laughs> of so course. the reason of course. The mean I, I think we've talked about this, but the reason why I do soup weekly is because it's at least one day a week in which I know for a fact they're getting bone broth. Yep. Same in my house. Yeah. But it's Halloween. So we actually wanted to talk about what each of us was doing for Halloween and how to navigate this holiday and just share a little bit about our experiences with our family and Halloween. Yes. Let's do that. Uh, Okay, so you guys celebrate Halloween, yes or no? We do celebrate Halloween. Again, we we should talk about how you are a costume designer. I (laughs) actually despise Halloween simply (laughs) for the reason of the costumes. I get so stressed out trying to think of something creative. It just, my anxiety goes through the roof that I have to come up with this creative costume and I have to decide whether it's going to be homemade or I'm just going to buy it off of Amazon. And it never gets reused. Well, rarely gets reused, especially if it's an adult costume. And that's part of the reason why I just despise Halloween. But as a young adult, I loved Halloween and definitely took advantage of dressing up. (laughs) (laughs) But now that I have kids, this is just not, it's not as much fun for me. Okay, so I, I, I love making costumes, obviously. I hate wearing costumes. I hate wearing costumes. Um, No way. So I think it's probably like, I don't, I don't like feeling silly. Like I I don't mind being silly, but I don't like being like, I don't know. It's a vulnerability thing, I guess. Yeah. 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 Also, I just, it makes me feel very weird. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if it's because like I spend so much time making them that I don't want to wear them. That's not normal. Most costume designers and most theater people are like gung ho about costumes. Yeah, I don't. I don't fit that mold as well. Um, 
but I did used to make my kids costumes every year. And then there was one year where my son wanted to be like a transformer or something. And I was just, oh, and you know what it was? We had just moved. We had moved like, like a couple weeks before Halloween and, and it was just too much. It was too much for me to make one. And my kids had never bought costumes before at the store. And it like opened up this whole new world for them. Like, wait a minute, we can just go to the store and like walk up and down the aisles and like buy a costume. So before my kids were new about buying costumes, I made really cool ones. Like they, one year they had, they were um, superhero Santa and his elf sidekick. One year they were, Wow. This is this is when I had only two kids. Um, they were, what was that other? There was a really cool one. Oh, I did um uh like Leia, Princess Leia, and Yoda, nice. and I did a one-eyed, one-horned, flying purple people eater. That was probably my favorite. But like I was so like it was so great because I would make them out of fleece because in in Maryland it's cold on Halloween. Yeah. Um, snows sometimes it snowed a couple times it's never it's not that cold usually but it's still cold enough that like the wimpy polyester costumes from the store are not warm enough so I would make them these like fleece costumes and my kids wear costumes all the time I don't know about yours but my kids will like leave the house in costumes every single day (laughs) so they get reused um but anyway that's that's a long explanation to we love Halloween and I don't wear costumes. And I actually just got invited to this Halloween party and at my friend's house. And she's like, if you show up without a costume on, I will send you home. I love it. So now I'm panicking a little bit. Yeah. Okay. So if I were invited to an adult Halloween party and it was a month in advance, then I would be okay with it. Because then it could take me, then it, you know, I would have a month to really think about it and try and find something creative. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, so we, okay, last year was the first year that we had Halloween in Texas. And similar to you guys, we were in Chicago before. And yeah, Halloween was freezing. The, our last Halloween in Chicago, it snowed the day of Halloween. And it snowed while we were trick-or-treating. And, I mean, it was cool. It was fun. But, yeah, it's it's always cold. You're, like, wearing your parka over your costume. Nobody sees your costume. Yep. Well, so my <laughs> husband that year was a giant bear. Like, with a bear head, full body suit. Like, I, I don't know. It was some joke at work. And he ended up having to buy this costume and wear it. And so he had it. But, uh Anyway, so last year in Texas, we decided, oh, we didn't want to go trick-or-treating. We were just going to hang out with friends, and that's what we did. And my older son was a lion, and my daughter was a mouse from the book, The Lion and the Mouse, you know, the ones where they become friends. I want to say they wore it for a total of maybe five minutes, and then they took off the costume and were costumeless for the rest of the evening. I have one picture with them in it. And so this year I told them they're going to be the exact same thing. I'm not buying them another costume. This is what you're going to be. Um, And I found... uh, (laughs) They haven't complained yet. Okay. So eh, I think it'll be okay. 
Um, and I found an avocado costume for Daniel, the oh baby. Gosh, that's so cute. And it's actually really cute. And so my husband said, okay, if you find an adult avocado costume for me, I will Stop. go as an avocado with Daniel with a little sticker that says from Mexico. Oh he is gosh, from Mexico. That's so cute. Which means I need to find like a taco or something. Right. Yes, it does. So that's very cute. I think this year that, so it'll just be a random family. It'll be avocados and a taco with a lion and a mouse. <laughs> that's fine. My sister-in-law, like their family always does a family costume and it's always so cute. And their pictures are so cute. And my yep. family is like over here, all sorts of random. <laughs> Although this right. year, my girls are all dressing up as mermaids. Oh. Because I have two redheaded daughters and and then one has like dirty blonde hair. And so the oldest redhead said she's going to be Ariel. Then mm-hmm. the the dirty blonde-ish um, four-year-old says she's going to be Ariel's sister. And then the baby also has red hair and she said, well, she doesn't get a vote. So (laughs) she was dictated (laughs) by the older two that she was going to be the baby mermaid. Oh, yeah. That's sweet. And then my son is going to be, my oldest is going to be Link from that, uh, from Zelda, the video game. Okay. Yeah. And we ordered all the costumes. I didn't make anything. You didn't make anything. Didn't make anything. Wow. Yeah. You get a break this year. I do. Actually, I it's been a break for a while. So okay. I'm okay with that. I'm actually I like making random like, oh here, I made you a dress the other day because I felt like it rather than like, here's your deadline of October thirty first and you have to have all four costumes finished. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So what do you guys um you did s'mores last year, right? So you didn't have a candy problem. No, uh, last year Do you year we did trick or treat usually? I mean, so you, you trick or treated in Chicago the year before, but did your kids yeah. get candy? Did so they care? The, were they old enough? I to know, care? right? Yeah. Um, yes, they were old enough, so they would have been maybe four and two, I think. Right. Or five and. I can't even remember now. I think five and three, something like that. That's young enough where you can kind of like hide it and they don't care as much the next day, right? Yeah. So I remember that time what I did was I gave them permission to eat, um, I think maybe like five pieces or something. I I don't think I gave them free reign to eat any, like all of it. It was just like, okay, pick your favorite pieces that you want to eat and you can eat from those and then we did the switch witch and so for those of you that are not familiar with the switch witch basically she comes and she exchanges the candy for a gift and so I did the switch witch and I think each of them got a uh, stuffed animal that's what we did that year and then yeah so last year we didn't have any problems with the candy and this year I wanted to do the same thing actually I wanted to go back to you know, get, hang out with friends again, do the s'mores again. So my friend makes marshmallows, homemade marshmallows, yeah. and I make graham crackers. Um, I follow Danielle Walker's recipe mm-hmm. for those, and they are so delicious. Um, 
But this time, all of the kids are a little bit older. And so not just my kids, but also our friends' kids. And so they were talking about, well, what if we just do like one lap around the block just to give them the experience and then come back and say, okay, we're going to trade in the candy for s'mores and do s'mores instead of candy. So we'll see what ends up happening. Um, we're also in a new neighborhood and I haven't decided yet if we're even going to trick or treat in our own neighborhood. It's possible that we don't even trick or treat in our own neighborhood, which right. my husband is bummed about because he thinks this is a neighborhood that would give out full size candy bars and maybe <laughs> dollar shots or something. I don't know. But... <laughs> Those full size candy bars, man, they're worth it. Uh, I know. Um... Right. What about you? That's what about you guys? What do you do? Um, so we have every year except last year, just because COVID really threw a wrench in things and, and it just didn't, nobody was trick-or-treating. Um, so every year since, except last year, we've gone to my sister-in-law's house. So my kids have grown, grown up going trick-or-treating with their cousins. Um, and they live in a really great neighborhood where the houses are rather close together. So it's not too much of a trek with the little ones. And, uh, last year we just, we had like a little neighborhood party and it was actually really great. I'm not, we're not doing it again this year because it, the timing of it is not good with other things that we've got going on in the calendar. But, um, yeah, so I guess this year we're probably going to go back to my sister-in-law's house and go around their neighborhood. And we, one, one year I tried to do a switch switch with my kids and, it went really badly. <laughs> oh no. Like they cried and cried oh. and cried about not getting the candy. And um I like I, that was back I I didn't have firm beliefs on like um limiting that like I thought maybe like limiting was the better way to go. And I'm not saying it's not. I'm just saying, like, for my kids, with them pitching a fit about it, I mean, like, I just decided it was it was not worth the fight, basically. Um, yeah. And so then from there, we have started doing this thing. When we started homeschooling, we started doing this thing called um, Halloween school. And so the day after Halloween, they have, you know, sorted the – we lay all the candy out on the floor and they sort it. And we do all of this, like all of these projects with it. We'll do like experiments with the, um, with like the Skittles, I think is what does it. Like if you put Skittles in milk or something, the like colors all make tie dyes or something like that. We'll do, um, like graphing, like how many candies did you get of, you know, how many Snickers did you get? How many, Yep. Milky Ways, you know, whatever it is. And so then they have a graph and then there's one that has like a Venn diagram. And anyway, there's some free resources online if anybody's interested in doing that. Um, and it's really fun for the kids to do. And then and then they they will like sort out the candies and there's a, always a pile for their grandmother who claims all the Almond Joys. There's a pile for daddy who claims all of the Reese's Cups. Um, and then there's uh, there's like a Swedish fish pile and that goes to my brother. And so like, then we kind there of a pile for mom. S- mom's what, is son- mo- what is mom's favorite? Mom's. I like mounds bars. So they're like the coconut Wait, what? The mounds bars. Nobody hands them out because nobody actually likes them except me. 
It's, I have never heard of this. There, okay, so you know what Almond Joy is, right? Yeah. It's the same company, and it's okay. the same idea. It's a coconut, like it's coconut covered in dark chocolate. Oh, fascinating. I have um, no idea. You, I mean, they're in the grocery store. Like you, if you, they're in like a red package in the grocery store. They're actually very sweet. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't like them. I mean, they're okay. Like if I'm going to pick a candy, that's the one I'm going to pick. But like, okay. I don't, I'm not really going to eat them very much. Um, I'd prefer like just chocolate at this point. Um, yeah. But yeah. So we actually end up giving away a lot of the candy, but it's kind of in this, you know, uh, more fun and laid back sort of way. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, Those I, are good and ideas. it's working. It's working at this point. And my kids are very into Halloween and very into trick or treating and very into counting their candy and all of this. Yeah. And I, you know, at this point I'm like, it's, it is, it's okay. That's okay with me. Yeah. And it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, one or two days of the year, and then we're done with it. <laughs> yeah. What will the baby do? I mean, she's not going to eat candy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. No, I mean, I don't know. like for the trick or treating, she'll yeah. she'll just be along probably in the stroller, or she'll walk and then okay. just hang out with everybody. She'll actually she's she's pretty social, so she may actually go up to the doors and, and you know try to take candy. I don't know. We'll see. It's a, it's, it's fun to have really little ones doing it because their yeah. personalities start coming through. For sure. I don't have a, my baby's not walking yet, so he'll just be carried. Yeah. Do you have like a, a backpack thing? What are those called? Like a baby carrier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either baby carrier or stroller. Yeah. But yeah. Sure. Um, okay. So I wanted to ask you about the switch, Witch. do you, is there like a, an official like way to explain it to kids like a elf on the shelf type thing, or is it a, do you know? I do not know. I just heard about it and then kind of ran with it and did my own thing. So I don't even know if I'm doing it correctly or (laughs) correctly. There's no right way to make it up. Okay. Basically what I told them and I didn't realize, I mean, I got super specific, but that, they had to put their candy at the edge of their bed and then the witch would come on her broomstick and she would take the candy and trade it for a present, a surprise. I think I use the word surprise. Um, cause I didn't want to, I didn't want to be specific and say like toy. Right. Uh, cause surprise gives me more leeway, more freedom. <laughs> um, and yeah, but like I said, this year, my friend was saying, oh, well, what if we just still go trick-or-treating, but then trade it for the s'mores? Right. So that's not really a switch witch. So I'm not sure exactly what I, – I need to have this conversation with the older two, figure out if they're going to be okay with that plan. I'll let you know how it goes this year. <laughs> Good. Good. Keep us updated. Oh, and then what do you do with the candy? Do you just toss it? Oh, I know, right? We've had this conversation before. So I feel really bad. In the past, I've given it to homeless people. But even then, I feel terrible giving it to homeless people. Like, <laughs> this is, this. okay, so this is the neurotic in me, the NTP in me. I'm, I'm just like, 
I would never, I don't want my kids eating this. They do. I don't want to eat this. I did. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I was the kid that had the, what are the, um, the pillowcase and we uh-huh. go trick or treating with the pillowcase. So yeah. trust me, I loved Halloween candy. Um, but now I, I just, I know too much about it and I'm like, Oh my gosh. So I feel terrible giving it to other people. Cause I'm like, I don't want to give this to you. I don't want you eating this. This is just as bad for you as it is for me. Um, but then you also don't want to throw it away because it goes into a landfill. I mean, it's just like, what do I do with this? Everywhere, there's no good solution. No, there's not. Um, so I think usually what happens is my husband just keeps it in his office and eats it throughout the year. <laughs> okay. That's usually I mean, what happens. Adults but, uh, make their own choices. <laughs> right. Oh, totally. Yeah, don't even get me started on that. Um, but uh, I, I think he probably shares it with his coworkers. So, but yeah, we'll see. You mentioned, you said, was it, I can't remember if you told me this, but that you can mail it to um, yeah, service so right? I don't, yeah, there are some organizations that do that. And I, I've heard of it, like, our, our, hmm, was our pediatrician or our dentist? It might be that our dentist or like a local dentist was collecting candy or does collect candy and then they ship it to, um, deployed service people. Yeah. Uh, I've never done that, but I've heard of, I've heard of it. I, my little brother is in the military, so I can ask him if he would be interested. Um, my dad, said (laughs) when I had kids and I was like, you know, saying, Oh my gosh, dad, what do I do with all this candy? He said, you know what I used to do? (laughs) He said, every time you guys would go to bed, I'd just pull out a handful and chuck it in the bin. (laughs) He's like, slowly but surely it disappeared. (laughs) Wow. That's actually a great idea. You know, I said, man, I feel a little betrayed, but that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, if you just leave something be long enough, usually they forget about it. Yeah. So quick, quick example, but there was a family event several uh, weeks ago at this point now, like a month ago, and they were given chocolate coins at this event. And they each came home with like a handful of chocolate coins. I don't know, maybe like 10 each or something. And then I was like, okay, what are we going to do with these chocolate coins? And so I was like, okay, we'll put them in the fridge so that they don't melt. And so they each have their pile of chocolate coins in the fridge, one on one side, one on the other side. Right. And like, yeah, every day it was like, can I have a chocolate coin? Like, maybe, I don't know. We'll see if today's the day. Just kind of deflecting it day after day. And then eventually they forgot about it. And they've completely forgotten about it now. They don't even open the fridge and see the chocolate coins and like think I want a chocolate coin. It's like, you know, just not a conversation anymore. And so now I'm at the point where I can probably remove one or two chocolate coins without them noticing. (laughs) And again, what do you do with this stuff? I don't know what you do with this stuff. I don't know. But if you throw it away, make sure you like bury it under other things. Because I have made that mistake before. Where I've thrown yes. something away and my kids open the trash can to throw something else away. And they're like, oh, mom, why did you throw away my special 
like confetti or something, you know, like, oh, totally. no, I thought it was trash. <laughs> yeah. Make sure to hide it under like a, a salmon package or yeah, something exactly. really stinky and dirty yeah, diaper. They you won't know. look through. Yeah. yeah you yeah. got to outsmart those little buggers. <laughs> totally. Oh man. Okay. Well, I think that's probably, that's probably all we've got for, for candy and Halloween. Have anything else to add, Christine? Uh, nope. Okay. Well guys, thanks for listening. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening to Modern Ancestral Mamas. Check out the show notes for the resources. You can find Christine on Instagram at NourishTheLittles and online at NourishTheLittles.com. You can find Corey on Instagram at ForNutrientSake and online at ForNutrientSake.com. Follow us on Instagram at Modern Ancestral Mamas.